Hail, you nostalgic wedding parties. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning and I've seen them all. Our show is brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Make sure you catch all the Valentine's specials from the network, including New Mutants, Karma in Love on Previously on X-Men and Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You on 90s Music Got Me Like. You can follow all of the shows at Radio Meanwhile on Facebook, Instagram, and Threads. Please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. Today, for Valentine's Day, we're discussing the worst movie ever made. So bad. <laughs> it's, I mean, already we've done it a kindness by calling it a movie, because I don't know <laughs> what it is. I'm Ooh. too tired for this. Any, anyway, Nick. anyway, uh, we're discussing Not Since You, starring Kathleen Robertson, who you may recall played Claire on a little show called Beverly Hills 90210. Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with her. Okay. All right, let's check out the Beverly Beat. We guarantee the Beverly Beat is the best advertising you'll ever get. This episode debuted at the Hollywood Film Festival in 2009. It hit theaters on May 14th, 2010. Beautiful. Theaters. Somebody theaters. Sat in the theater this was in theaters. <laughs> I do no, not I'm, too, I'm being too mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you, though? No, not I, really. I don't recall this coming out in theaters. Yeah, well. So, I don't know. All right, so we're looking at two. Th- is this 2010 or 2009 facts that we're looking uh, 2010, at? Here? 2010, 2010 okay. facts. Yes. All right. Birthdays: May 16th, Tori Spelling turned 37. May 21st, Carol Potter turned 62. And May 27th, Michael Steger, who played Navid in the CW years, turned 30. That's right, because he's the Andrea of that show. He's like sure. older than the people playing the teachers on that. Yeah. Show. <laughs> so he is. That's not even a joke. One death to mention, May 29th, Dennis Hopper of Easy Rider and Blue Velvet fame passed away. Dennis Hopper. Movies, May 7th, Iron Man 2, starring Robert Downey Jr. and Scarlett Johansson. (laughs) I remember when uh, he was out promoting that and he was on David Letterman and Letterman asked like, well, how is it? And he was like, well, sequels can be underwhelming. (laughs) It was like so honest. And then I saw Iron Man 2 and I was like, he's right. He's he's correct. (laughs) Gwyneth Paltrow is in there, too. Gwyneth Paltrow, Don Cheadle, sure. Sure, yeah. Oh, and Mickey May- Rourke. We didn't even say Mickey Rourke. Oh, of course, Mickey Rourke. I want Rourke. my board. He wants this is his not board. my board. <laughs> Sam Rockwell does that Justin Hammer dance. I love That's it. the best part of the whole It movie. is the best part of the movie, no question. May 14th, Letters to Juliet, starring Amanda Seyfried. Another very bad movie. <laughs> oh, I guess I thought you liked that one. No? no. That's not... You no. like like Dear John, those Nicholas Sparksy uh, kind of movies? No, still I no. I didn't love Dear John. Okay, uh, you're ruining Valentine's Day. So. Sorry, I'm so sorry. It's okay. Robin Hood, starring Russell Crowe and Clay- Kate Blanchett. Oh, I didn't know Kate ba- Blanchett was in. Yeah, Robin Hood. Yes, I. So I weirdly like you. How you secretly like fairies. I secretly like Robin Hood. It's and not I'm always, a secret. It's, a huge it's never secret. been a secret. Kendra, all of the people in your life who love and know you have never heard that you like fairies. So it is a secret. Uh, and that's like me and Robin Hood. I love all Robin Hood things, including this movie, which is like an older Russell Crowe's like old Robin Hood and, and Kate Blanchett is uh, Marion. You had a you had a crush on the Fox Kate Marion or made Marion, didn't yeah. you? Sure. You were a sure. kid. Yeah. <laughs> 
May 27th, Sex in the City 2, produced by 90210 creator Darren Starr. That's right. And starring one of the ladies in uh, Sex in the City is uh, Melrose Place alum, Kristen Davis, oh. regular on Melrose Place. Sure. Mm-hmm. TV, April 13th, the CW's Melrose Place reboot ended its only season. Oh, too bad. May 18th, 90210 aired its second season finale, Confessions, on the CW. Mm-hmm. May 19th, The Good Guys, starring Bradley Whitford and Colin Hanks, debuted on Fox and ran for one season. Yeah, that show seems like it should have been good. I wanted it to be good, and it just wasn't. I didn't know Colin Hanks did TV. Yeah, I think that was it. And then it <laughs> collapsed. So. Mm. May 12th, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, The New Adventures of Old Christine, ended its five-season run. That's one of my all-time favorites. Have you watched that show? I haven't, but I've wanted to because I yeah, love I think it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah, she's really good in it. And May 23rd, Lost, ended on ABC. I mean, it aired its final episode. Did it really end? I don't hate the final episode. I know. I know it's, you don't. It's controversial. I yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it's God all bless. fine. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I love that show. I've been thinking about rewatching it. I feel like I've been saying I've been thinking about rewatching it for a while now. Yeah. Maybe I will. (laughs) One of the the people that I work with here at the library uh, is very young, and she's just discovered Lost, and she's like, oh my gosh, the hatch! And it's like, wow. (laughs) It's just funny to watch her go through the motions of watching Lost, and I'm just like, yeah. that The smoke monster! What is the Dharma Initiative? The others! Who knows? (laughs) The tailies! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. All right. Music. May 18th, Janelle Monet released her debut album, The Arch Android. Okay. I like Janelle Monet. Haven't heard I don't. I only know like her hits, the but. New, yeah. Yeah. The Black Keys released their sixth album, Brothers. I don't I think no, I can't no name feelings. you. No yeah. feelings on the Black Keys. I'm sorry. I, I know like there's a Black Keys song I like. It, okay. <laughs> Well, here's something you will surely have feelings about. July okay. 7th, Ringo Starr and his all-star band perform at Radio City Music Hall, ending with a surprise appearance from Paul McCartney, who ended the show performing the Beatles track, Birthday. Kendra, I have never gotten over that bus driver when we went to see Paul McCartney in Syracuse, being like, Ringo Starr is here, I heard. Ringo Starr might show up. Because what? it was madness. Like, none of us believed her, and yet every time Paul McCartney was like, you know, I was playing this song with an old friend of mine, you know, and I was expecting Ringo Starr to be like, hello, like, walk on, nothing. (laughs) So it's like, either she's going to ruin the surprise, or she's going to make us anticipate it the whole time, and then there's no payoff. So she she was a villain that night. She was the true villain. She and the long line at Starbucks were the villains of that night. (laughs) I couldn't believe we were... Like, we had missed... Like, was there no opener? I couldn't believe no. that it had already started by the time we got there. I know. There. And the thing is, like, I've seen Paul McCartney a bunch of times, and I don't think it's ever started on time. One time, it was, like, hours late. <laughs> and so I was like, no way. But this time, he's like, well, it's five minutes early. Let's yeah, jet. Let's get going. What are you doing? <laughs> Video games, May 18th. The Prince of Persia, The Forgotten Sands, was released across all major platforms. I don't think I've ever played one of those games, nor did I watch a Jake Gyllenhaal movie. <laughs> no, me either. <laughs> I 
feel like I wanted to watch it when I came out, but I'm sure it's not good. Yeah, that was it was like John Carter of Mars and like the Scorpion oh, that King. Was a it was terrible all movie. kind of like in that zone. Yeah. Oh, the freaking John Carter of Mars. That sorry. Saw that at a drive-in, and we were like, "Poor Taylor out of our minds. You know, like white hot from Friday okay. Night Lights. Just could yeah. not have a follow-up hit. Nothing. <laughs> also on May 18th, Rockstar Games released. Red Dead Redemption for yeah. PS3 and Xbox 360. Boy, the sequel hit so hard, right? Yeah, my my brother played these, um, okay. so that's that's where I get all my knowledge okay. from. Red all Dead right. Redemption, right. and also on May 18th, Alan Wake was released on Xbox 360. Yeah, that's sort of a legendary game. I feel like people it is. know love that game. Yes, Eric played the first one. Um, and then the new one, a new one just came out oh, or is coming out. Yeah, I think something's in the works. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty good. And May 23rd, Super Mario Galaxy 2 came out for the Wii. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> 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 All right, that's it. Yeah. Uh, let's go beyond the zip code. Okay. Well, since it's Valentine's Day, I found a nice rom-com for us to discuss. So in 2024, Vanessa Marcel, who plays Gina in the later years, so we're going to meet her pretty soon, pretty yeah. soon, Kendra. Uh, she started opposite James Denton of Desperate Housewives fame in the rom-com Stranded in Paradise. And here's the synopsis. When a driven HR exec loses her high-powered job, she travels to Puerto Rico in an attempt to save her career at a business conference. But as the trip quickly becomes a disaster and a hurricane shuts down the whole island, she meets a handsome world traveler who gives her a new perspective on finding passion in life and love. Well, that just sounds delightful. Sounds better than this movie. Yeah, why didn't we do this movie? I know I'm coming in hot, Kendra, but I got to say, I think this is the worst movie that we've ever watched. And I'm including, I'm including the one where Gabrielle Carteris almost banged Santa Claus. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to include one that one. That one was at least like, I feel like we all knew it was bad. Yeah. Like everyone knew. Yeah. Everyone was in on yes. it that it was bad. This one this was definitely just like, thinks it's going to win like some sort of indie movie award. It's going it to win film festivals. It took itself so seriously incomprehensible this movie okay okay i can't sorry go ahead we got yes. it we got to get into I know, it i know i know i know <laughs> okay here's our synopsis for not since you and if you haven't watched this i know we're not talking it up but if you want to suffer with us it is on amazon for free amazon yeah, prime you can, you can watch it on freebie you can watch it on roku you can watch it on tubi it's everywhere they can't yep. give it away <laughs> All right, here we go. Sam surprises his old NYU college friends when he shows up at one of their weddings in Athens, Georgia. He hasn't been seen or heard from in years, traveling the world alone since Amy left him. Technically, he left her, but True. that's neither True. here nor there. True. He he returns to find the once tight-knit group fractured, having drifted apart after graduation and 9-11. 9-11 is 9 inexplicably linked to this story. There's 9 so is 9 a very big part of this story. Oh, my gosh. Billy is now dating Victoria, much to the disgust of Howard, who can't forgive his childhood best friend for stealing his college sweetheart. Once an ambitious Wall Street executive... Joey has resolved to drink his life away, but Sarah, the fun-loving children's author, won't give up on him. And Amy, despite dating Sam throughout college, is now married to Ryan, a man far less exciting and adventurous. Oh, poor Ryan. I like Ryan. He seemed fine. Z 
Sam's unexpected arrival unravels her comfortable world. Will the weekend be a disaster when old conflicts and love affairs spark again? We'll we'll just we'll see. Maybe, maybe. When we get this, into it. This was a synopsis from the big chill for the 21st century video views because I just I was gonna write a synopsis for it and I was like, I don't know, people mill about and nothing people. happens. <laughs> people talk. People have conversations. You know how in a book, this is my biggest pet peeve, is when you have like a mat and a mark. It's like, well, I can't tell these two apart. We have Looking two at you, guys. Stephen King. We have two guys with with stringy long hair. We have two identical brunette men, and the whole time I'm just like, who? who I know. Wh- you know, I watched this on Amazon, and I kept having to like pause because it tells you oh, sure. like the actors yeah. and the characters' names. So I kept having to pause to make sure I was writing the right names down. Yeah. Do you remember when, who was it? Was it like Crackle? I can't remember. Who was doing like the little mini, where they were doing like 10 minute episodes and then the whole app like exploded. Do you remember that? Oh, it was called. It's going to drive me crazy. It was called it like, matter, it started with an R, didn't it? it? I don't remember. It's like. That, that horrible little app where it was like 10 minute episodes. That's pretty much how I watched this movie in tiny little uh <laughs> I feel like that's because... not the way to do it. <laughs> no, probably not. Quibby, Quibby. Quibby, thank Quibby. you. Quibby, rip. <laughs> uh, all right, Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills or Athens, Georgia? Athens, Georgia, sure. This episode was directed by Ken Stevenson, written by Jane Kelly Kosick, Brent LaFoon, and Jeff Stevenson. So he really didn't want to spread the blame out. No, you know, he wanted to be like, this is on me. Uh, as far as 90210 connections, another one where we just have the one, and that's Kathleen Robertson, who we see here as Amy Smith, aside from starring as Claire Arnold in 99 episodes, which I still can't get over. Do one Infuriating. more. Infuriating. Infuriating. 99 episodes of Beverly Hills 90210. She appeared as Rosenfeld in The Expanse, which I haven't seen, but I read the books. So I watched... We watched like the first episode and I was like, this is good. And then we never went back to it. Yeah, so that happens I'm sometimes. Just, I'm just going to do it. I have been two episodes away from finishing Apple's uh, foundation series for years. <laughs> years. Two is episodes it good? Because we started it, that too. And we were like, is, eh. It is good, but it's the slowest of slow burns. And it's like mm. every episode starts and it's like a pilot for a new show. You know, Is that the one with Lee Pace? Lee Pace, yeah. 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 I love Jared Lee Pace. Jared Harris, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good cast. Anyway, uh, this is not a good cast, but let me run through it. We have Christian Kane as Amy's husband, Ryan. And I just want to say right from the start that he seemed fine. But the casting casting of Desmond Harrington as Sam, like her old flame, was the most bizarre casting of anything. I agree. He just had such a weird energy. Like there was no chemistry. No. They did not feel like, oh, this one great love that they left slip through their fingers, you know? He was so just, like, low-key, like, bleh, like, yeah. the whole time. Yeah, he was. <laughs> like, anyway, where's the anyway. charisma? Christian Kane is one of those guys who, as soon as he came on, I was like, oh, this guy. He's been in a million things. Leverage, the librarians, almost paradise, lots of stuff. Uh, Desmond Harrington, who plays the Old Flame, was best known for playing Joey Quinn on Dexter. We have John Abrahams as Howard, who was in shows like Boston Public Major Crimes and the Hawaii Five O reboot. Sunny Mabry as Victoria, who was in Once Upon a Time Memphis Beat, and she played Crystal Brown in Gotham Knights, which I just watched. So it's all coming together. Yeah. 
We have Will Estes as Billy. Uh, he was Jamie Regan on Blue Bloods, and I guess still is, because that show will never die. Oh. Uh, then we had Eldon Henson as Fudge. I don't want to watch a movie where someone's called Fudge. <laughs> well, you, you know? just did. I don't want to. Uh, he, he's probably best known for playing Foggy in Daredevil and all the Marvel Netflix stuff. And I believe he's coming back for the new Daredevil Born Again or whatever series. Him in that so. show. So we'll see him. And he was Fulton in The Mighty Ducks. We cannot stop talking about The Mighty Ducks. <laughs> he's in all three movies and that Emilio Estevez, uh, Lauren Graham show that we watched uh, four episodes he? of. Yeah, he comes back as Fulton. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fine. Uh, let's see. Then we had... Okay, here's some interesting ones. All right. We have Sarah Rue as Sarah. She was Claude in a show called Less Than Perfect, which I really liked. And she was in Rules of Engagement and The Rookie and lots of other things. So I like that actress. I always like when she pops up. I like her too. And I was trying to figure out what I know her from because I know I've seen her in, in stuff. But I also I think I get her confused with Isla Fisher. Like they look oh, sure. very similar. Yeah. So I think I was just like, wait, have I seen her or Isla Fisher? Uh, okay, okay. But I've definitely seen her in stuff. We have Barry Corbin as Uncle Dennis, and I know him as Clay, Brenda's dad on the closer. Brenda yes, Lee, of course. Brenda Lee. I had a heart attack, Brenda yeah. Lee. <laughs> They're like, anytime we need somebody who talks like that, just call Barry <laughs> Corbin. You know. Yeah. <laughs> he was also Ed on Anger Management with Charlie Sheen. And finally, we have Leon Balaban as Heather. She was in Covert Affairs and Ricky Blue. And that is our mm. cast. All right. Yeah, a lot of people that I was like, oh, yeah, this person. Oh, yeah, this person. Yeah, some vaguely familiar folks. I feel like the, the acting wasn't necessarily the issue. It's just I mean, that, like, I mean, we'll get into it. But yeah. yeah, yeah. I felt a little bit like this was like a seasoned finale to a show I didn't watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because you had to do so much work to try to like untie what these relationships were supposed to be because you yeah. needed to know what they used to be and what they are now and how they connect. And it's like they just dropped us in, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Rough it stuff. was a little like what's Rough happening? Stuff. Who's who knows who? Yeah. I don't want to talk yeah. about it, but let's yeah. do it. Let's well, we're do doing it. it. All right. So we start with this like for the credits is this montage of pictures oh of the whole gosh. gang at, as you know, they're at NYU in college. So it's like, you know, all these pictures of them together. Um, so we know that they're friends. We know they know each other. That's yeah. important to know. Yeah. So our first scene is Sam arrives at the tiny little airport in Athens, Georgia. And he is waiting for a taxi when Ryan pulls up. He came to get Ashley, who is the one getting married, right? Okay. All right. (laughs) Sure. Um, But he asks Sam if he needs a ride. And Ryan knows who Sam is, but Sam does not know who Ryan is. We will find out. So Ryan is the husband of Kathleen Robinson. Sam is the old flame. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay, so at the wedding venue, which is, it's called The Hill, and it's Ashley and Uncle Dennis, it's like their family land, and it's just this, like, beautiful farm, country house. So Victoria, Amy, who is Kathleen Robertson, and Sarah are getting ready for the wedding, which the wedding happens so fast. I was like, is this the day before the wedding? It's not. It's the wedding day. The the sound in this movie was all over the place. First of all, the music score was more aggressive than DC's The Suicide Squad. It was like, 
the score was relentless. It was I relentless felt like, acoustic I felt like guitar. The, the the score was stalking me, and I was its unwilling prey. Like it was just every scene had so much music, but. When angsty acoustic, angsty music. acoustic music yes when they're talking in the beginning and getting dressed it's like sometimes when we've recorded a podcast not realizing that it's our computer mic picking us up instead of the podcast mic that's what the sound was like you know it's funny that that happened to you because i like took out my headphones and i like checked my settings i was <laughs> yeah. like what just happened to my headphones yeah and then I put him back in. I was like, I guess it's just the movie. It was so strange. It was strange. I feel like that was a mistake that they just couldn't afford to fix because I, it doesn't stay like that. But that first scene with them getting ready really was baffling. It was like they were was. talking in another room. Yeah. It <laughs> it's was like I'm crazy. listening. I'm listening with a cup at the door. What did Kathleen Robertson say? <laughs> she looks great, by the way. Oh, she looks amazing. She does. The, she's yeah. beautiful yep. in this movie, for sure. Yes. Okay, so they're talking about Amy has this tattoo on her back. It's like teeny tiny little, it's a weird place to put this tiny of a tattoo because yeah. it's like a where you'd put a tramp stamp. But yeah. um, <laughs> uh, she explains that it's a Tibetan symbol that means eternal love mm, okay. that comes into play later. Sure. Yeah. Um, so Sarah is bemoaning the fact that she doesn't have a guy and she's, you know, like, oh, when am I going to meet somebody? And we learn that Amy is married. And we also learn that she kind of started dating her husband, Ryan, when like she and Sam were not like officially broken up, but they were, it was all kind of at the same yeah. time that yeah, yeah. she left Sam for Ryan. Something about the shooting of this scene, because the scene with the three of them chatting goes on and on. And it starts to feel like it's the B-roll like that, that plays during a montage you know what yeah. I mean? Like we weren't supposed yeah. to be hearing all that. It was like we were supposed <laughs> to be hearing music and intercutting yeah. with other things. Somebody got confused in the editing room. We got the whole thing. So Sam and Ryan are driving in the car and Sam is saying, you know, he's been back in the States for a while, but he's just kind of going from job to job. He's not really settled anywhere. And Ryan mentions, he doesn't say who he's married to, I guess, because Sam still doesn't connect the dots yeah, but he and cool. he and amy are they've moved to like this small little town and they're both teaching at a boarding school mm -hmm. so that's fun okay specific yeah back with the girls amy's telling them the same thing you know they have this really nice life and it's just it's all great they you know yeah. nice life what, what could go wrong yeah <laughs> victoria talks about how she and Billy, she they really want to get married, but Howard needs to give their blessing. Again, they're just throwing these names at us. Oh we don't gosh. know who these people are. Oh my gosh. I'm very impressed that you're saying them all because when I found that synopsis, I was like, oh, is that what happened in this movie? I'm so telling really you, I helpful. had to keep pausing it okay. and looking at the, who okay. the characters okay. are. Good, good. So, yeah. so Howard, we'll find this out later, but Howard was Billy's best friend, he was dating Victoria and Billy stole Victoria away from Howard yes, and he hasn't yes. talked to him since. And that yeah. was a few years ago yeah. at this point. Yep. We also learned that Sarah is still a virgin. So she's the, the uh, Donna of this group. <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Yep. She just, you know, waiting for the right person. 
Billy and Joey are rooming together. So there's they there's like multiple houses on the property. So they yeah. all just like have a place to stay yeah. for this yeah. wedding. Yeah, when they roll um, in, there's like there's a house back there that has some rooms, or you go yeah. over there, you know. <laughs> so yeah, so Billy and Joey are together and uh Billy's kind of like joking about Joey's sex life and how he hasn't had any luck recently and mm-hmm. joey's like well you just need to worry about howard because he won't even talk to you yeah sam finds a room and gets settled in and he goes out on the porch and finds howard who's yeah. in a bath tub that's I, on listen, the porch i don't hate that porch bathtub i was <laughs> like i could i could see that i could i could get in on a, a porch bathtub yeah so he gets out of the tub to greet sam and he's just like Covered in bubbles. Yeah. Just dripping all yeah. over the yeah. the porch. Yeah. So they have, you know, a little catch up while he's just standing there naked. And him he's... trying to hug Sam while he's covered in bubbles was maybe the only time that I cracked a smile in this yeah. movie. I thought it <laughs> well, was Well, that funny. was the only like humor part. <laughs> it's true. Humorous it is true. Part. Like, I feel like we were supposed to laugh at Howard more, but I just kind of found him to be obnoxious. Yeah, same. He's like same. fast talk fast talking and you know he's starting a new business and so yeah so he's starting a new company we will hear about bio what is it biofuel yeah yeah biodiesel is it biodiesel for yeah. a, a whole movie yeah there's a biodiesel subplot and a 911 subplot yes so sam is doesn't seem crazy happy to learn that they're going to be bunking together no but no that's the way it is I had friends in college that I realized late in the game, I was like, oh, you're not really friends with each other. Like, I was the link. You know what I mean? Uh, and we'd all yeah. hang out. And, like, if I was out of the picture, they would not hang out. That's mm. an interesting. Did you have that ever? Yes. I can't okay. think of a specific example. You seem like you'd be a good link. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm the glue. Yeah. Sam or Howard tells Sam the whole story with Billy and Victoria, which is, like I said, a few years ago. They got together and, or no, I think they broke up like it because Victoria says she and Howard dated for like less than six months or something. And then she started dating Billy. Right. And he just like hasn't talked to them. Yes. And I think from his, from his perspective, it's like, oh, this was my college sweetheart. That's so special. And like now you're dating her and it's a whole big thing. But I, how, did we ever say how far are we out out of college here? I'm not sure. Because these people, I would say, easily in their 40s, right? Well, they keep saying four years for Sam and Amy. They like Oh, and that was talked- supposedly, supposedly that was college four years ago? When they graduate, I think so. Because when oh, they graduated, geez. they graduated and the 9-11 happened, and that was 2001. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and this is 2009. Or ten. Oh well, then. then so, but I mean, maybe they started college in two thousand one. Who knows? No, because they said they graduated and then nine eleven happened. Oh, okay. So they got to be at least like ten years out of college at this point. Yeah, Who knows? it doesn't matter. It's just it that was the yeah. whole thing. It was like their relationships <laughs> were very convoluted and not particularly interesting. No, no, no. But Howard points out like it's the same thing that Amy did to you. Um, and he also points out that Amy is now married, which yeah. Sam did not know. Didn't know. Um, 
So yeah, he he came to this knowing Amy was going to be there, but he did not know that she was going to be married. And he's like, who's she married to? Not realizing it's the guy that just drove him from the airport. All right, we get a scene with Victoria and Amy. Amy has learned now from Ryan that Sam is there and she is very, you know, anxious and nervous about seeing him again because they haven't seen each other since he left on this big trip after graduation. So Sam then takes a nap and Howard was supposed to wake him up. um, But Sam is awoken by people yee-hawing all the way to the to the wedding, Mm -hmm. which is like down the road. And so they have to like get dressed really quickly and walk to the venue. But Howard didn't wake him up because he was engrossed in the book that Sam is writing. Sam's writing a book. Oh, of course he is. Yes. Of course yeah. he is. It's about yeah. wearing medallions and having chest mm-hmm. hair. Yeah. So much. <laughs> so as they're walking, Uncle Dennis pulls up in his like old timey car <laughs> and gives them uh, a ride. And I believe the bride and groom are in the back of the car. They just like hop so. on, the, on the sides of the car. Yeah. and no, Like the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. So the wedding is in this like do you describe the space? It's outdoors yeah. in this like uh it's like a band shell kind of thing. Like it's got yeah. Sort of a, yeah. It's like yeah, it's um there's like a brick wall around this grassy area. It's yeah. very pretty. Yeah, it is. And when Sam and Howard arrive, we get some just like looks between people. So Howard gives like dirty looks to Victoria, who's one of the bridesmaids, and to Billy. And then Amy and Sam share a look, and Ryan catches them sharing this look between each other. Yeah. Ryan, I liked, but like, calm down. Yeah, true. <laughs> He's just like, They've been married. I think they've been married for four years have, or something yes, like, true. okay. They've been married for years. They've yes. been married for four years. And then she just like sees her ex-boyfriend and, and he's immediately like, uh Oh, yeah. she's going to leave man. me. You don't look confident <laughs> at all. So we don't really see any of the wedding. No, like at all. It's, we immediately go to post wedding to the reception. Um, Howard is trying to, to pitch uncle Dennis for this new company, biodiesel company he's going to start. And Victoria wants Billy to go talk to Howard, but he is, you know, nervous to go do that. Joey and Sarah run into each other at the bar and it's a little awkward. She's like, save me a dance. And he's like, I'm just going to drink, but thanks. Because of nine eleven. Well, we don't know it's because of nine eleven. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Joey <laughs> is also point. fudge, just in case yes. anybody's wondering. Joey sorry. is fudge. I wrote Joey the whole time. It took me like half the movie to figure out that his nickname Joey was fudge. Joey is fudge. Fudge is Joey. Yes. Fudgy Joe. <laughs> so um, Sam follows. Well, Amy like leaves to go to the bathroom and Sam kind of follows her and they have this like little catch up outside of the bathroom and Ryan finds them and takes Amy back to the reception. Yeah. But they, they seem happy to see each other. I feel like Kathleen Robinson had no dialogue in this movie. (laughs) I know she's kind of the lead, but like 
There just wasn't a lot to it. I don't know why. Like watching this, I was like, just cut out half of these subplots. Well, like, neither ne- of them had a lot of dialogue. No, they I didn't. Feel. Yeah, they didn't. But it kind of feels like that's what the movie is built about. It really lacks a central focus. Yeah. You know? And I think, I think just putting the brakes on some of these other side plots would have at least made it a clear narrative. But whew. yeah. All right, at the reception, it's time for speeches, and one of the bridesmaids gives a speech, and then she passes the mic off to Uncle Dennis, and he tells the story about their land and how it's been in the family forever, and then he toasts, finding what you're looking for. And the dancing begins, everybody's dancing. Um, Joey is just drinking and drinking. Oh, fudge. All he does is drink. Oh, Oh, fudge. Um... And then we have this conversation between Sam and Billy where Sam's like, yeah, in a, in a weird roundabout way, you kind of saved Joey's life. And Billy's like, I feel like I ruined his life. Mm. But again, we don't know what they're talking about, sure, really. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. So then Sarah tries to get Joey to dance, but he gets her to stay and drink and, and talk. Um, And she talks about she works in publishing, but she's just written a children's book, her first children's book. Yeah. Which she is very excited about. Yeah, that was kind of an interesting backstory for her that she's primarily a publisher. Yeah. Breaking into writing. That's just unusual. Wasn't really explored, but it was an unusual piece of the puzzle, I guess. Howard is talking Uncle Dennis's ear off about his uh, biodiesel, his biodiesel company. He wants. He wants Uncle whatever to uh, invest. Yeah. Yes, to invest. Yeah. Sam and Billy are discussing the whole Victoria and Howard situation. And um, Billy's like, you know, I didn't really want to be this person, but this is just what happened. And now he won't talk to us. And I don't know what to do. And they are they're putting off getting married until Ryan or sorry, until Billy gets Howard's blessing. Like, hey, I know I kind of stole your girl, but I need your blessing before we can get married. If I was Victoria, I would be pretty peeved. Yeah, yeah. About that's that. crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Yep. Joey finally dances with Sarah uh, just so he doesn't have to talk because she's like, well, tell me about yourself. And then he's like, ah, oh, let's dance. So I guess did Sarah and Joey... They knew each other, right? They were in this friend group. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it just feels like they. I know. I know. Yeah, but it felt like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know because it also kind of felt like they there was some history between them that that wasn't explored. Maybe that's it. Maybe they always kind of liked each other and never really acted on it. Yeah. She's very invested in saving him from his life and yeah, (laughs) falling in love with him and his weird face. Uh, Uncle Dennis introduces Howard to his niece, yes. Heather, yes. Um, so that he can kind of get away from talking to Howard. Right. Um, and Billy then tries to come over and talk to Howard about, you know, the whole situation. But Billy ignores him and just walks away with mm-hmm. Helly, with Heather. So then Amy pulls Billy onto the dance floor and then everyone's dancing and there's like a dance circle that forms and everyone's having a good time and sam and amy end up together at the end of a fast song that moves into a slow song so then they're slow dancing together and this is where we get the title she asks 
him if he has anyone special in his life. And he says, not since you. Ding, ding, ding. Yep. And he says that he shouldn't have gone on that trip without her. Yeah. So I don't know when it said, but after they graduated, they were both supposed to take this big trip around Europe. Yeah. And she didn't go. But he went and did the whole trip without her and like didn't call her yeah. for three months yeah. or something. And so she moved on. <laughs> right, right. She was like, well, I don't know when I'll see him again. So we're not. Sort of makes anymore. me think of uh, Susan and Brandon and the yeah. world's largest ball of twine trip. <laughs> yeah, it does. Ryan sees Amy and Sam dancing and he cuts in. He's d- he doesn't like Such that they're baby. dancing together. Such a baby. Howard walks past Billy and bumps into him on purpose. And then they start yelling at each other. And then Howard runs and catapults on top of Billy. And they have like a big (laughs) fight. Yeah. (laughs) So after the wedding, uh, we just get this, you know, we kind of get this set again, sad, acoustic, angsty music. As we see what everyone's doing, Billy is just like sitting sadly while Victoria this, sits sadly in the bathroom and this sleep Sarah montage. leaves Joey passed oh out gosh. at the wedding. This felt never ending. It was like a 10 minute sleep montage and it was so melancholy. I really thought somebody was going to be like swinging from a noose at the end. I know re- I, I'm not the even whole kidding. The movie felt very melancholy. Yes, to but me. I thought that's what we were gearing up to. I thought there was going to be someone dead and that was going to be like, <gasps> you know, but no. We didn't do that. It was just, it ended on a close-up of uh, Sam and his chest hair and his medallion. The medallion that matches the tramp stamp, if I'm right. It, match, it matches her tattoo Okay. for the Tibetan symbol, which you'll recall yeah. means everlasting love. Everlasting love. So yeah, he's wearing that. I was like, it was so zoomed in on his chest hair. It was. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I like to picture like the PA there being like, all right, let's open the shirt and let's fluff the chest hair, put the medallion right in the center and get that light in here. Jim, can we get that light in here? Right in the chest hair. Just wax it real quick, I think. (laughs) Quick wax. Yeah. The next morning, Billy finds Joey still passed out at the, he just like slept at the, at the wedding venue. Classic fudge. Classic fudge. So they're having this like big breakfast for all the the wedding guests, which is very nice. Um, And Victoria is like, I don't know if I can make it work with Billy. Like I'm she's nearing the end of her rope here. Sarah had a good time with Joey until he, you know, passed out. And Victoria's like, well, that makes sense because he thinks drinking saved his life. And Sarah's like, what are you talking about? And Victoria's like, oh, well, it has to do with 9-11. And I was just like, what? <laughs> I know. When she said that line, I was like, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean it has 9-11? It does. Um, Sam and Howard have a little talk. And Howard's like, oh, it felt so good to punch Billy. Like, he had that coming. And... um. Sam is like, well, there's a time and a place for such. Like, that was really stupid. I hope you know how stupid that was. And he's like, well, screw subtlety. I At least she knows now that I still care about her. Ryan wants to talk with Amy about last night. And he's like, look, it's been less than 24 hours since you've seen your ex. I can tell he's in love with you. 
clearly you're in love with him. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on here? Right, right. And she doesn't, she doesn't really deny it. No. She's like, oh, it's, you know, it's weird. Like, we never resolved. Yeah. We, ne- we were never resolved. Well, it maybe was a little too honest there, Amy. Back at breakfast, Sarah gives Joey this drink to help with his hangover. Did, I forget what was in it. Like an egg and barbecue sauce and orange juice and disgusting. Sounds, sounds delicious. Yeah. So and he he drinks all of it. So hopefully that helps him with his hangover. Yeah. Barbecue sauce probably would. Victoria, Victoria tells Billy that she can't wait anymore. Either they get married despite Howard or she's she's done and yeah. she's going to move on. Yeah. Which is fair. Yeah. I mean if your whole future is hanging on a guy you dated for a couple of months years and years ago. There's probably something at work here that's not positive. Yeah. Howard gives some flowers to Heather that he plucked from a, a centerpiece and yeah. He's trying to like be flirty with her, but then he just ends up telling her how Billy has been stealing his girlfriends like his whole life. Yeah. He he like names several instances mm-hmm. where Billy Elementary has stolen school. his girlfriends. Yeah. yeah. So Uncle Dennis comes and saves Heather from this conversation and says that he wants to to show Howard something. Sam sees Amy and Ryan goes to get them a drink or something and he walks past her table and he puts the medallion on the table for her. And she picks it up and engraved on it, it says, like, to Amy from Sam 2001. Mm -hmm. November 2001. Uncle Dennis takes Howard to a barn where he's got a NASCAR. I forgot to mention he, like, owns some NASCARs or something. Yeah, He's rich. And he, you know, tells him he's he's kind of sussed out what's happening with Howard, with Billy and Victoria and um, gives an analogy of like, you know, this is a beautiful car, but you got to tend to what's under the hood. Yeah. It's graphic. And, yeah. <laughs> and he basically says, you know, there better not be any more trouble. Any more shenanigans. Two. Yeah. That whole scene was brought to you by Dodge Ram. Yeah. <laughs> it was more noticeable than Noah's Pizza Hut pizza box from our last episode. Yeah. <laughs> there's a very, I forget what it is, but in this movie, there's a very obvious, like, Diet Coke um, <laughs> product placement. <laughs> Delicious Diet Coke. Glow, 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 glow. <laughs> Everyone is hanging out by the pool, and Howard is just sitting there obsessing over Victoria oh. and Billy. And so Joey and Sam throw him in the pool. This pool scene, I think, is the most annoying thing that happens in the whole movie. It's uh, it's awful. It it's uh, they were just like, keep going, Howard. What else can you yeah, say? Keep, yeah. keep talking. Keep he's talking. Just and trying he's to like, like, come on. Pe- yeah, he's trying to get people to come into the pool. He's splashing. He's splashing people up there, and it's long. I mean, it's like three times as long as it should be. It's and he so never. Ch- he's just going splash, splash. Come on, splash, splash, splash. I'm it not going to be the only one in the pool. It will not end. It was. It wouldn't end. It, it was, was awful. Crazy. It was really crazy. So yeah, and he's kind of like picking on Joey, and so Sarah comes over and steals Joey away so that he doesn't have to be around Howard. So then yeah, she dumps her she dumps her drink in the plant and it's like Yeah, and she's hey, like, come get a, a drink I with me. I need a new drink. Yeah. <laughs> Billy joins Howard in the pool and thankfully stops him from 
his annoying thing Come that on. he's doing. Get and he tells <laughs> he tells Billy that he doesn't care any or he tells Billy tells Howard that he doesn't care what he thinks anymore and that he's going to ask Victoria to marry him no matter what Whoa. Howard thinks. Stepping up. Yep. And Howard doesn't really have a, a response to that. Yeah, I guess not. Joey apologizes to Sarah for, you know, passing out on her. And then as they're talking, Uncle Dennis declares it's shooting time. Yes. He, what does he call it? He calls it like redneck golf or something. Yeah, redneck He's golf. Like, so they're yeah. doing the whole pull and they have to shoot the clay yep. things, yep. discs. So yeah, everyone's got a gun. And I was like, someone is going to get shot. Right? I know. I thought someone the same is thing. getting shot. Yeah, I kept thinking we're, we're, we're lining up something here. Yeah. Uh, so Sam and Howard ended up riding with Ryan and Amy, which is mm-hmm. a little awkward. And Sarah is really a great shot. Ryan is not a good shot. He's having kind of a, a tougher time. And as he's shooting, Amy and Sam are sitting together in the golf cart. And mm-hmm. she tries to give him the necklace, the medallion back. Um, but he he says no. And he tells her about the book he's writing and Ugh. says that it's all about her. And then Ryan finally shoots one and he turns around to, you know, say to Amy, yeah, I made yeah, it. But yeah. then he sees her and Sam talking. Sam tells Howard that he's driving everyone nuts and that he needs <laughs> to just get over it and figure yeah. it out. Not wrong. So Howard then goes over and tries to talk to Victoria, but he's holding the gun. And so Billy is like, put the gun down. Like, they're all like, put the gun down, man. Yeah. yeah. And he, so he's like, fine. And he drops the gun and it shoots. But it doesn't shoot anybody. It just goes off. It goes off like a misfire, yeah. Yeah, so Victoria walks away because she's upset and they let Howard go and follow her so they can talk. So they like stop on this bridge to talk and Victoria's like, don't you know how hard it was for us (laughs) to get together? (laughs) Because we knew we were hurting you. Yeah. And uh, he comes around basically all is, all is forgiven. Yeah. It's pretty, it's a pretty simple thing. I just wish they would have made this more, dramatic it just it really seemed like they had this casual relationship years ago and it's holding everything up like make them sort of you know soul matey or like make them engaged or something it just didn't have any bite to it yeah and her whole reasoning like they moved to she and billy moved to montana and she's like it's because it's where i'm from but you don't even know that right because you didn't ask me right like you were only interested in my looks and he's like you're right <laughs> all is forgiven yeah great I cleared that up. Back at the shooting range, Ryan confronts Sam about Amy as mm-hmm. they're putting their guns away. And he's like, you know, I'm not collateral damage in whatever you're trying to do here. And Sam doesn't really make him feel better. He's like, well, no. that's between me and Amy. And yeah, yeah, if she was really happy, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah, not cool. Sam's whole posture is like, not cool. Yeah, I don't like it. I just another thing like making making Amy Amy and and Ryan be married for four years and have a pretty good thing going. It's just kind of a tough sell because like I think in order for you to 
be invested. You have to sort of be like, what should she do? And it's like, yeah, I feel like she should have just been engaged. Something. Like, yeah. Cause married, it's like, you're going to leave your husband yeah. for, for this. Yeah. That's yeah. a big thing. Yeah. And you never really, I, it never really crossed my mind that that would happen, I guess, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No. Joey and Sarah decide to go for some food and he asks her as they're eating, you know, well, what did you do around here? Cause there's like mm-hmm. nothing to do. Mm-hmm. And so she decides to take him on a tour of Athens. So we get this whole like montage of them touring around town. Yeah. They pass you, a- they're definitely buying time. There's a bunch of yes. places in here where I'm like, yeah, we got to get it up to that 127 minutes or an hour 27. <laughs> Uh, they pass a bookstore and there's a poster with her name on it of her new children's right. book. Yeah, yeah. And they they end up at her house, like her parents' house or her childhood yeah. house. And she asks if he wants to see her room. Ooh. Oh, back at the hill, the wedding venue. Ryan feel is talking to Amy and he's like, I feel like you aren't in this. Like I'm in this, like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. I don't regret getting married. I feel like we're not on the same page. And she, she does not dissuade him of that at all. She doesn't. She doesn't. Yeah. It's wild. He says, you know, I don't want to lose you, but I don't want to be the reason you're unhappy. And then he says, you do what you got to do, but don't expect me to get here. Don't expect me to be here when you get back. But that's all very confusing to me. I I just thought it was very strange. It's been less than 48 hours. I know. Less than 48 hours. I know. I know. Howard and Billy are, well... Billy like comes back to his house and Howard is sitting there and he says that bad news is he kind of told Victoria that Howard's that Billy's planning to propose. Yeah. Um, But the good news is Howard's fine with it now. He gives him his blessing. He wants to be his best man. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy. Don't be the best man. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. Well, it's happening. Okay. Okay. This scene. So at, Sarah's house. Sarah's trying to get busy with Joey. Oh my gosh. On the bed. Oh, when she sits down, the way she pats the bed is so creepy. It's so like Mrs. Robinson y. It's like, what are you doing? So, yeah. So they, you know, they're, they're trying to kiss, but Joey's like, he's feeling self conscious and he's like, I'm just so screwed up right now. And then he launches into this story about yeah. what happened on 9 11. Yeah. Basically, he worked in the World Trade Center, yes, right? Yes, yes. And the night before, he and Billy had they had gotten really yeah they yeah. W- they got drunk, and so he was late to work the next day. And he said, you know, by the time he got there, the first plane had already hit yeah. the World Trade Center, and he just dissolves into sobs. Yeah, and she's like holding him while he sobs, and. In another movie, I feel like this would have been a good scene, but it just felt so out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah, it this, felt like, a little super emotional scene. It felt a little gross to me, also yeah. because like it wasn't that the acting was bad, but like this sort of like little hints about nine eleven, and then to just like have this 
like nakedly emotional scene about 9-11 just felt a little bit like I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it just felt yeah. really yucky to me because yeah, it wasn't yeah. really about that. And to shoehorn it in seemed insensitive, but yeah, well, yeah. and not to mention probably inaccurate because once the first plane hit, you couldn't, I mean, debris was fall. Yeah. You could not be down there. Yeah. I don't and know. he was like, and I was just standing there staring up and watching it happen. And I was like, yeah. no, you, no, you weren't. Yeah. Like that, <laughs> that's not how that would have worked at I all. No, I don't know. But I just, yeah, I just, it didn't sit right with me. Yeah, it was, it was just, it felt out of place. Yeah. It felt, but you're right. I mean, place. the acting in there, he was, he was good. He was yeah. good in the scene. It's just like it was plucked from another movie. Yeah. Billy finds Victoria and apologizes for how long he's waited just because of Howard. And mm-hmm. he says, you know, Things are good with Howard, but I had already told him that I was proposing to you no matter what. So right. it's not because we're good now. <laughs> and she she's like, oh, yay, we're getting married. Hooray. Hooray. Amy is sitting on a log by the river uh, or whatever. And Sam comes and joins her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, what do you want from me? And he's like, I... I feel what I feel and you're feeling it too. Sorry, that's too much emotion for his delivery. Yeah, you're right. Um, I feel what I feel. I feel and you yeah. feel. My robot brain. Uh, and they do kiss in this scene. Mm, yeah, I was a little surprised, but yes, they do. Yeah, I was, I was surprised as well. And she asked him why he didn't fly back for her. Mm-hmm. Like, why didn't he come back for her? And he doesn't really have an answer yeah for her he was he's just like you should have known that i was thinking about you mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. just should have known sure. i didn't call you he for months known. he should but known. you should have known that i mm-hmm. was thinking about you so amy's like this is wrong i'm done and she goes to find ryan and she's like i don't regret getting married i love you we're staying married yeah but it's like that was also unsatisfying yeah, you it know, was very like, unsatisfying. There is no way to like make it work because you don't want her to go with Sam, but Ryan has been such a wimp and like they seem to have nothing. It's just <laughs> I don't know. It, it there's nowhere to go. Like that's the thing. I yeah. wrote down in my notes like who are we rooting for? Like out of the whole cast, who are we rooting for here? You know, like what do we want? What are we meant to want to happen? And I don't feel that there's an answer to that question. Yeah. I I agree. All right, everyone, there's like a a bonfire that night and everyone is there. Joey says no to beer. He's done with drinking. Oh, she cured him. She cured him of his alcoholism. She sexed alcoholism right out of him. (laughs) I know that they had sex after he cried into her her shoulder like that. Maybe not, maybe not, maybe not. Um, Sam joins the group and he's kind of the only one there who's alone because howard has heather and um ashley and daniel who are the people who got married we haven't seen them this entire movie um they come to join the group and they have presents for everyone and it is a framed photo of the last time they were all together at nyu and jack nicholson was there the whole time Uh, and poor Sam, he's all alone. And so he leaves the group and he just lays in the grass and looks at the fireflies. Mm-hmm. 
the like crazy amount of fireflies. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Supernatural amount yeah. of fireflies. <laughs> uh, you would not believe your eyes, Kendra. <laughs> I, I didn't, and neither did he. No. The next morning, Billy offers to give Sam a ride to the airport, but they need to find Howard first so they can say goodbye to him. And they find Howard and Heather like canoodling in the grass. Oh. I don't know if they slept out there or I don't know. What. I'm not but sure. Turns out Heather is like involved with the money, Uncle Dennis's money, and right, she thinks right. he might invest. So I guess. Best of both worlds, Howard's found a girl he likes, but also she... He can get that money. He can get the he money. He can get that money. Uh, Sam sees Amy sitting in the same place where they kissed by mm -hmm. the water, and so he goes to talk to her, and he said there's only two reasons that he didn't come back for her. One is that he didn't love her, which yeah. wasn't the case. Not true. Remember, yeah. The second reason was that he knew they weren't right for each other. Hmm. And she's and he's like, Gosh, and I think yes. he knew that too. Yeah. What a whirlwind 72 hours. This is it been. was. Yeah, this <laughs> wedding really changed a lot for people. And she talks about how, you know, when she was at NYU with the gang, she felt so safe. And then they graduated and 9-11 happened and everything just felt so out of control. And so yeah. that's why she ended up with Ryan, because she wanted someone like safe that she could count on and something yeah. just very like predictable. Because of 9-11. Because of 9-11. Okay. And he's and Sam's like, yeah, I get it. And she, yeah. she says, you know, you weren't our relationship was special, but you weren't what I needed. Yeah. I get I get that they went to NYU and that's the connection. But to have something that hinges so much on 9-11 set in Athens, Georgia is just odd to me. It's it's all odd. It's so weird. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> so she gives him back the medallion and he throws it in the river. Oh. They're done. They're done. Everyone is saying their goodbyes, giving hugs. Joey says he's going to stick around in Georgia with Sarah for a while. Oh. He's not going back to New York just yet. Okay. All right. Because of 9-11, probably. Yep. And then before everyone leaves, Ashley gets the gang together to take a picture. And Sam is like, Ryan, join the get in here. Join yeah. this picture. Yeah. Come on, you knucklehead. Yeah. And they all take another group picture. Yeah. And that's the end. <laughs> If they're recreating the picture, I say no, Ryan, but I understand. Yeah. I understand yeah. for the symmetry of it. You say that's the end, but it really felt more like we're going to stop doing this movie now. Felt less like <laughs> And an end. we're done. It, the end was like, mostly things are the same, but <laughs> we went to a wedding. Mostly. mostly. Yeah. Kendra, what's your Nana 2 and 0 snap? Um, uh, I, Take your time. Take your time. Don't rush it. I, I guess I got to give it to that, the to the crying 9-11 scene. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's so dramatic. I'm going to go for the kiss, the stolen kiss between Sam and Amy. Mm, fair. Kendra, I think I know the answer, but what's your verdict on this? This movie, like, it was a bad movie. Like, there's a lot of just, like, plot holes and things like that. But... I just felt like melancholy the whole time I was watching yeah. it. Like yeah. 
It's that same feeling, and this is weird, this is just me, but when I saw the movie Dan in Real Life, I've seen it twice. Yes. Both both times it threw me into like a crying fit. No, like, I it get that. It just made me feel so sad. And I, that's yeah. how this movie made me feel. Like I just felt sad yeah. the yeah. whole time I was watching it. Yeah. Um, which I don't know that that's what they were trying to go for. I don't think so. No, the I don't think so. soundtrack really, it didn't allow me to come up for air know, at all. Man, so. I don't know what that soundtrack was doing, all the heavy lifting. And it was <laughs> like, it was mixed so high also. it's It was not an undercurrent. It's like the, the music starts blaring and they're like, so anyway, I had to, you know, it's like they're talking over the music. It was nonsense. Yeah. 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 I, I, I truly think this was one of the worst movies i've ever seen like i just okay but you've seen son of the mask and you've seen ridiculous I have, six no, i know i know i have i have you've seen what's think... that john travolta movie the sci-fi movie that's so terrible oh, battlefield earth yes battlefield well, okay. earth but the thing is though like those movies are just like weird and doing their thing this i feel like really thinks it's like a contender you know what yeah. i mean it's like watch this melancholy thoughtful movie and it's just yeah, yeah i really i really didn't i do think it's the worst thing we've ever watched for one of the sides i think i think i'll agree with yeah. that uh, like at least you... the other stuff we could laugh but yeah. this was just like yeah depressing yeah. yeah we thought we were watching a rom-com and we watched a drum bomb i guess it was not drum uh, a drum coin, coin that term. yeah <laughs> hashtag put that on a shirt for us um would you suggest people watch this <laughs> no i wouldn't no me neither me just neither. listen to this podcast That's i'm frankly sorry people listen to this episode because <laughs> i i don't i think we happy did valentine's a good day For anybody who struggles on valentine's day we certainly made your journey longer and more laborious <laughs> so i'm sorry about that um yeah it was not also Misery was not romantic company. it wasn't romantic it wasn't like lovey uh kendra do you and have i want to put yeah. out there that i wanted to watch p.s i love you and this is the movie we landed I'm on sorry i'm so... sorry i just thought you said that you did pick your movie <laughs> just to be clear you did list you listed you're the one who found this, this was movie, one of the choices and you put it yes. to me and i was like let's do this one because we have hillary swank right now but we don't have kathleen robertson so it seemed like a good call but it was not yeah. a good call well, um, it was a team bad call. I can tell you that the New Mutants Love and Love Karma in Love episode of Previously on X Men is a good time. How about uh, I Will Always Love You over on Night? Oh Music? yeah, there's we we watched good the time. Bodyguard, so we talk about that movie. Oh, and there's okay. lots of facts about the song, so yeah, yeah. it's a good. Did time they have a there. real thing, or am I making that up? Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston did they have a real thing? Uh, I don't think okay. so. I didn't no, mention that in okay. In the episode, you so. know I love a showmance. Uh, Kendra, <laughs> do, you, do you have Valentine's plans? Are you doing anything fun? I think we might go see Madam Web. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one bad movie just wasn't enough for you. You want to watch? Maybe it will be fine. Maybe it'll be. Fine. I wanted to see Argyle, but apparently terrible. So oh, really? Oh, that's too see... bad. Yeah, everyone. I assume one day I'll watch Madam Web. I mean, I watched Morbius in a hotel room in New Orleans, and it really. <laughs> Mess, messed up my whole day uh so that wasn't great well i like uh, dakota johnson i like sydney sweeney so yeah. i'm i'm hoping it's good yeah i mean i hope it's good certainly i certainly hope <laughs> it's good um yeah, i think we're doing like a breakfast thing and i think we're gonna watch silver linings playbook because it's been a while oh, i know such a good movie. it's great i love it it's so good okay well whew, 
You can watch all the Valentine specials on the Radio Meanwhile Network. You know who didn't do a Valentine special? The Sindorian Life. Mm. So you can still listen to it, but it's not Valentine's themed. And Kendra, we've already said what you're doing. I will always yeah. love you. What's next for 90s and music? I, um, after that, Eric picked, um, oh, what's it called? Your Woman? I forget who sings it. Okay. But yeah. Well, I guess you have to tune in to 90s music yeah. company like to find out why. Okay. <laughs> well, you can join us here when we're back. You know what I'll say about this movie? I'm anxious to get back to season eight of 90210. How about that? <laughs> Absolutely. Right? And we're going to get back to it with season eight, episode six, The Right Thing. Do the right thing. No. Every oh, time just I read the right that, thing. Just the right thing. I always All think right. The Right Stuff by New Kids on the uh, Block. Oh, oh, oh. But that's not it. Nine and right two, and stuff. here we go. Oh, oh, oh. Come on, Kendra. Oh, 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 oh. The right <laughs> stuff. Okay.